0: If you're anything like me and your mind is constantly racing, then you need to try Caliber CBD packets. I take one packet and I mix it with water before bed and I sleep so much better and I wake up completely fine, not groggy at all. Caliber CBD is perfectly measured in packets and it's no mess and it's so powerful. Visit trycaliber.com and use my code RED20 for 20% off CBD packets plus free shipping on your first order. That's tricaliper.com and use the code RED20 for 20% off and free shipping. Everyone, and welcome to Red Carpet Rendezvous Podcast. I'm your host, Lauren Conlon, and happy hump day. The weather has been amazing in New York City lately, which has really boosted my mood. So I'm very thankful for that. I will take the small wins at this point. Um, But man, lots going on, um, especially in the world of entertainment and pop culture. Some not so great things happening Lady Gaga getting her dog stolen, and her dog walker, Ryan Fisher, getting shot. That's insane. Um, i you know he's he's recovering well but <laughs> Lady Gaga's dogs were definitely getting more attention than him. So that's too bad. But um, anyway, so a big part of my quarantine was spent binging the Netflix show Cobra Kai. And for those of you who know the show, you know what I'm talking about. And you're probably obsessed with it like I am. Um, and for the rest of you that are living under a rock and don't know what it is, um, you should check it out. It's It's so incredible. And it's basically the Karate Kid franchise 30 years later. And it's just unreal. Huge cult following. The writing is incredible. The fighting and the karate is incredible. And, um, oh, it's actually nominated for a SAG Award this year for Stunt Ensemble. So that just kind of shows you how good the fighting is. Um, So, one of the best parts of the show, of course, is the villain, Sensei John Kreese, and that's played by Martin Cove. So I was so, 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 so thrilled that I was able to book him for an interview. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, But we Zoom Over coffee, kind of early at nine a.m., and it was just, it was just incredible. I was, I was riding high all day from this interview. But um, if you're not caught up on season three of Cobra Kai, it really focuses on Martin's character, John Kreese, with flashbacks of his life, um, so we can sort of see why he is the way he is, why he is so mean, and what's what's kind of made him this way. And I'll say it again, I, I just had the best time with. Um, we're just riding high all day. He just put me in a really good mood (laughs) and, and you guys will see. But anyway, after this quick break, I'm going to play my chat with Martin Cove. Okay, guys, who's all about comfortable shoes that look as good as they feel? You need to check out York Athletics MFG. They're stylish sneakers that were designed by athletes like Ali Raisman. Use my code REDCARPET, at checkout for 20% off and free shipping on a pair of sneakers. That's yorkathleticsmfg.com using the code at checkout for 20% off and free shipping.
1: Hello. Um...
0: Thanks for doing this. I actually okay. just wanted to see if you were nice in real life, so we're good. You're nice. I'm just just kidding. Uh, I'm totally kidding. Are you are you in New York?
1: No, no, no. I, I'm I'm out of town. Um, I'm in okay. Atlanta right now. But oh, okay. um, yeah, but I'm nice. I'm not. Nice. You know, John Creese only comes out when he's scripted.
0: But you're so good that I just needed to see for myself. You know, because you're so good and you scare the crap out of me. Oh, <laughs>
1: he's not really a villain. He's just misunderstood.
0: Okay, how so?
1: Well, you know, he has a lot of, you know, you saw those flashbacks in season three. Yeah. And there's a lot of them, um, you know, that have to do with his, his personal life mm-hmm. and Cobra Kai and his love for Johnny Lawrence. And, you know, I mean, Johnny Lawrence is probably the most important thing to him outside of Cobra Kai. And the integrity of Cobra Kai is probably the most important thing to him. And in the effect that he almost died, you know, through uh, a very, you know, coarse captain who caused him to believe in no mercy and that you've got to be strict in your life and merciless because otherwise the person will just rise up and do you.
0: Right, I like that.
1: You know, it kind of works in life Mm -hmm. at times. It doesn't work all the time, Mm -hmm. but that's the magic of movies, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, did you ever think that you would reprise this role and it would be met with such positivity? I mean, like, what? it's just so crazy. There's just like a whole new generation of fans, which is incredible.
1: Well, the end of the writing is what attracts them. The writing is so good. And um, these kids who don't know the movies are too young. They go Mm -hmm. back and see the movies now because of the flashbacks and because of the new characters we're introducing. But the writing is, you know, it's not white hats, black hats. It's yeah. not like movies. I was, you know, in those in those days, I was the villain and Miyagi and Ralph were the, you know, the heroes. And, yeah. and Billy and I were the villains. Now yeah. it's all gray. Yeah, now I love that. About, yeah, it's all about personal problems and things that teenagers would go through mm-hmm. as well as, Maintaining the integrity of Cobra Kai at any cost.
0: Yeah, and I have to say, all of you guys age like wine. It's crazy. If you go back and just like, obviously, I feel like I'm one of many people that you know we watched it and we're like, let me just Google them and see what they looked like then and like what they look like now. And you guys all look amazing. It's crazy. I swear, I don't know what you're doing, but you should tell us.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting that the, the three of us age reasonably well. Yeah. It's just, it's not, it's. Nuts. It, it's I don't know, you know, I mean, I guess if you look back, if you wanted to make a reboot of certain shows that you remember yeah. in the 80s, and you called these actors, or you looked them up now, mm-hmm. and they really had aged, either they drank, or they didn't take care of themselves, or, you know, they didn't exercise, I think, I think the three of us took care of ourselves, you know, yeah. because we see each other, totally. we see each other, you know, we've been seeing each other for years, so, I don't know. I don't remember Ralph or Billy ever really looking like, well, it got old. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember, I don't remember ever feeling, it, you know? Yeah,
0: right. I don't know if Ralph is capable of it. To me, again, he still looks like a 17-year-old. It's nuts. Um, but how was it filming with your son? I mean, that was so cool. Like that he was in the season and he was in the flashbacks. And I I follow you guys and, and I see you on Instagram and you guys just have such a good relationship. It's it's very, very cool.
1: You know, he's the best, you know, a boy who's that attractive and coming out of, you know, people in a family of Hollywood actors. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, he's really a, a good soul. And he's like my right hand man. And, you know, I, I kind of, you know, I, I miss it when he's not with me, you know, and he's um, he's smart in the business. And, you know, he, he did this movie and he, they, he and Western Cage, Nick's son, did a picture called D-Day. It's really a good movie. It's all about, the, it's about something that happens four hours before the arrival of the of the allies in Normandy. And it, it they have to disengage these howitzers that were set up by the Germans, you know, basically on Omaha Beach. But it's a great movie and great story. And, and um, they work together and they've done a lot of press. And what they talk about is, you know, what it's like being, you know, Certainly Nick's more celebrated than I am. But, you know, what it's like being in a family where you're, you're acting, you're going on location. Jesse used to go on location with Weston, who's Nick's son, all the time. And, and Nick would always take Jesse around. It's, it's been normal. It's a normal thing. It's never been treated as, oh, God, you're going with Nick's son. Or, oh, yeah. God, you're going with Nick or you're going with Marty Cove, your dad, to a, you know, to, we go to the hole in the wall every year where Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid used to hide out. And every year, you know, when I'm available, I take Jesse because Mm -hmm. I want him to appreciate the Western. I want him to appreciate yesteryear. And he's Mm -hmm. very receptive. He's a really receptive son. You know, he could be really nerdy. could be nerdy and not want to do any of this. But he loves to do what I like to do.
0: And I love that. And I love that on all your photos, it's so cute. You'll post a photo on Instagram and he'll be like, love you. <laughs> it's just adorable because you know, you don't see that all the time. And especially in Hollywood, you see a lot of family hatred. So it's just refreshing to see, you know, a nice relationship. Um, So just getting back to the show, I wanna just ask you about season four really quick because I've seen online that a lot of fans are a little concerned about season four um, because they think it's gonna be a little bit too much like Karate Kid 3, which is the weakest of the franchise because of how season three ended. Can you tell us anything about that or sort of tell these fans not to worry? It's still gonna be great.
1: Well, I'll tell you a couple of things. Okay, Karate Kid 3, they brought in Terry Silver, because I got a TV series. I got a TV series called Hard Time on Planet Earth, and I couldn't get out of it. And the whole piece of Karate Kid 3 was written for me. The sting yeah. operation, the whole thing, it was written for me. So when you disenfranchise the villain, like if you took, you know, if yeah. you took Darth Vader out of Star Wars, it wouldn't be the same, you know? Yeah. And that had a lot to contribute to the success of Karate Kid Three. You know, even though Thomas um, Ian Griffin did a good job, but you can't really do that. And Robert came and rewrote it very quickly and changed it all around. Because John Avelson, you know, wanted, can you do this? And I said, yeah, I could do it on weekends. I could do this movie.
0: Yeah.
1: And the AD said, yes, I can make it work. And John didn't want to chance it. So they brought in a new character, and I read him in my car when And I was very upset because I felt like I really... I really let my friends down, and my agent had told me that I could get you out of the series, and he never could. It was, you know, I got on the phone with Jeff Katzenberg myself, and I said, "Jeff, can we switch the dates?" It was a Disney show, yeah, and he said, "It was Hard Time on Planet Earth," and he says, "I love you in those Karate Kid movies, but you're the only star in Hard Time on Planet Earth, and I've got an air date, and you can't go and do this movie." So, you know that those kind of contributing situations caused Karate Kid not to be as good three as two and one because two and one made a lot of money but for fans you know um we can't talk much about season four but it's you know one and one was okay two was terrific three blew you away four is going to be sensational you know I mean it's going to be you know sensational because the writers never let you down yeah, you know they let you down, and they live, eat, and breathe this concept. They came and talked Ralph and Billy and I into doing it, and me coming in on episode ten, and I wanted to come in in episode five, and they <laughs> said, "No, you're going to set up season two by your end." It was amazing
0: when you came in. Everybody was like, <laughs> "It was so great." Uh,
1: yeah, it's planned well. It's mm-hmm. thought out well. If you yeah. ask them, when I came with my flashbacks, my ideas of my flashbacks, two years ago and we yeah. met in Beverly Hills and we met for lunch and I had a whole list of notes and I had met with mercenaries, met with army rangers, done my homework mm-hmm. and I said, this is what I'd like to show. They had yeah. already had this information in their heads a year before. Oh my gosh. So You're in good hands and fans fans have, they'll, they'll be as pleasantly surprised when yeah. I have no idea about about season four, but there's nothing to really concern yourself about because I don't think Josh Hayden, and um, I mean uh, Hayden Schlossberg and Josh Heald and uh, John Hurwitz have ever disappointed anyone.
0: That's really good to know. I think I think they'll feel better about it, and I think they'll feel better knowing that you were in it, and so it's not going to be you know a repeat of Karate Kid three. So that's good.
1: Um, oh no, okay.
0: yeah. Okay.
1: And, and, and my I wish my son was you know, would try to, how do you bring in this bully? Everybody thought that he was me because he started the scene yep. as a bully. As a
0: you know, and, and
1: Jesse, you know, and, and he, he read for the part. He did it and he, you know, he got it and they didn't play any favors and they yeah. loved him. They just loved him and he's part of the family, you know, and yeah. No, he's just great. He wants to be part of the family. And it's great considering the legacy started in 1983, that here we're 2021 and my son is part of the legacy.
0: You it know? is mind-blowing. Is that crazy to think about? Did you ever in your wildest dreams think that would be a possibility? Never. I've
1: been trying to make Westerns and get Westerns made. That's what I've been thinking about. You know? Okay. I want to, re- I want to rejuvenate the genre so the kids that were my age... The kids who who basically are the age I watched Westerns when mm-hmm. 35 Westerns were on primetime television. Yeah. I want them to have the experience I had of the American heritage of cinema. And that's the Western. You know, unfortunately, we have to make the stories a little more sophisticated. And, you know, we have to really yeah. get new twists. But, you know, there's been right. some good movies out there that have done that.
0: Yeah. So when you are when you're filming um, Cobra Kai, do you have a a certain physical routine that you stick to every day or or diet? Just because you guys this is so physical.
1: Well, you know when we do fight scenes, yeah. Setting up like that scene of me going through the window and all that. Yeah. You're preparing for that for a while. In other words, you could, you know, you could start this, this season in September and you'll start preparing for, even though that show aired, uh, well, let's say the fight with Billy and I in season yeah. um, two, even though that fight aired at the season two, episode one, right? we practiced for three months, the physicality of it all and mm-hmm. shot it probably last of the three month shoot of season two. How
0: many takes of a fight like that? Excuse me? How many takes is a fight like that? I mean, how many times do you stop and start and stop and start?
1: A lot, <laughs> a lot, yeah. but I, you try, you know, you try and get it right. The stunt team was brilliant. They're nominated for SAG Awards. Yeah, we have, saw that. And, and, and they've been nominated three times in a row. Mm. And it, it's a great group. And it, we try to work out a lot. Yeah. When you're not, When you're not shooting, you'll go and work out for an hour every day, every other day. And you just try to just keep your moves and everything going. And yeah. you work, out, you know, you work out with a trainer and mm-hmm. you just keep yourself, you know, during the three months you shoot, you really try to stay in good shape. You know, there's no ice cream. There's no junk. You know, what about just... like
0: whiskey? Is there whiskey, Martin?
1: What is that? Is there whiskey? Whiskey? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, I don't drink. <laughs> but, I mean, oh, I you don't? It. Okay. But that's okay, though. I miss it. I mean. You know, I, I I do miss Guinness.
0: I do. I, I used to
1: have I used to have a Cabernet, a Jordan Cabernet um, yeah. collection from '76 all the way up. Yeah, and I do miss it. I do miss it. You know, but occasionally yeah. I turned occasionally I turned into a Viking. So I decided, <laughs> that, you know, that I better just not drink anymore. You know.
0: You're so funny. I was actually proud of myself last night. I had two glasses of wine. I was gonna go for a third, and then I stopped myself, and I feel great. So you know what?
1: Where are older. you? Are you in New York? Yeah, I'm in Manhattan. How, how is yeah. New York? How is how's no, it feel? You're a
0: native New Yorker. But do you do you live here year round, or have you just
1: not No, been I'm, from, a while? I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn. Brooklyn.
0: And, yeah, yeah.
1: And um, you know, I come back a lot to see a lot of theater, and I come back to rejuvenate myself culturally as well, yeah. a couple times a year. You know, I I really you know I love to do a movie in New York. I really I think I've done I've done a couple, but they've always been. In New Jersey, and I long um, to do a movie. Yeah. Right, you know, just
0: yeah. I mean, <laughs> I've I've lived here 18 years, and I have yet to like walk by a movie where I can. I just see myself like walking by one day. But um, no, I think the city is fine, Martin. I I honestly. Like there's parts that are really dirty and you can tell like Midtown, I would say is very empty and dirty, but I'm on the Upper East Side. It's fine. It's thriving. People are eating inside now. It's very warm. The heater's outside. I went to a comedy show on a rooftop. It felt, it felt normal. Um, and I don't, I'm not giving the mayor any credit. That has nothing to do with him or anything, but I think it's just the people and our attitudes that, that we have right now. But um, I don't know. I'm, I think we're all just ready for a change in the city also. So, so it's opened up.
1: You can eat inside now. You
0: can eat inside at like, I think it's 35% capacity, but there's still a curfew. Um, 11 PM is the curfew. And you can't, you can't go to bar like a bar. So bars are closed, just food, drink, but you know what? I'll take it. Whatever Cuomo gives me, I'll take, you know? Um, But when do you have another trip planned here or not for a while?
1: Well, I, you know, I, I go at least twice a year, but, I yeah. go for theater. I go for theater, and nothing's open. So you yeah. know, it's it's like you know, they were planning a Karate Kid musical, and they wrote it, and Robert came, and, yeah, it was very exciting. It was actually wow. plan- financed by a, by an Oriental man and uh, big, big big you know budget, but yeah, it was really. I went an audition because I knew all the lines. I wanted to go? Mercy is for the weak. Here and on the streets. No, I wasn't gonna do this. I like you. It. But they kept telling me I was too old. And I and I said, I, I don't know, you know, I got a very young spirit. Yeah. But but I never I never heard about who cat who was cast and if they got into the rehearsal stage yet because of yeah. all the plugs were pulled. Right.
0: I mean, I'm sure it was in the workshop phase because I feel like I'm I'm pretty up on that. So I think they were probably yeah, workshopping, but I was probably. upset because I, I covered a bunch of shows that were supposed to open. Um, there was an off-Broadway show, a bunch of Broadway shows. And it's just, it's so sad. And they kept saying, oh, by the summer 2021, Broadway will be back. But I don't think it's going to come back until the fall, personally. Um, I mean, like, I'll sit front row at a show when Dr. Fauci speaks to me. That's when I'll feel good about it, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's like... It's just the whole thing of like strangers and, and you know next to you coughing it's weird like it, you're just too close um but I wanted to ask you one more thing just about life in general because it's so popular right now what what are your thoughts on cancel culture about somebody saying something in the media and then being canceled for it or for example Army Hammer saying that he wants to eat people because he has a sexual fetish like and then he's canceled and he's bumped off a movie. How do you feel about that? People's personal lives really affecting their whole, their whole career that they've essentially worked for forever.
1: The, the level of sensitivity I think is way over the top. You know, it's so over the top. I mean, you you and I could talk about this off camera, you know, to the point of me becoming a mercenary, you know, you know, because I, I, I really, I mind my own business most of the time. Um, but a lot of these, of these situations, they're so hypersensitive. I, I don't know if the people, the same people who are laying and waiting for these characters, for these actors to misbehave, where if you think about it, the studio system used to protect the actors. The studio system back in the 30s and 40s and 50s, they would have fixers that would go yeah. out there. And if somebody misbehaved, well, you could see it in the movie L.A. Confidential. Remember, you know all the yeah. misbehaving that went on.
0: Ray Donovan, the show. Yeah. show. And yeah, they
1: they cover it up. Not to say yeah. that is appropriate. Not to right. say that's right. But yeah. we've gone yeah. to the other to the other um, ex- the other extreme, and yeah. it's so so political.
0: Well, it's it political been- and it's like people are digging up things on the internet that somebody said like twenty years ago, or not twenty, but you know what I'm saying. Like 10 years ago, somebody will will dig up a tweet and then cancel that person. Or or you know, dig up a stand up set that they did X many years ago. And then they're like, Oh, why would you say that? You're you're canceled. So I agree with you. I'm totally on the same page as you. And I think it's I think it's Gen X. I think, not Gen X, sorry, Gen Z, the new generation of kids that are coming and just, you know, it's the whole like participation trophy thing, you know, like our generation it's like, no, you get a trophy if you win and you get nothing if you lose because you're taught to work harder, right? Like that's the whole thing. Right. And now, yeah. yeah, now it's like, everybody's a winner. Here's your trophy for trying. That's not a thing, but it is now. So I'm 100% on the same page as you, 100%. It's It's, it's,
1: it's- you know, it's not that I would um, um, project misbehaving or being, you know, an ass out there because what happens, well, what happens is when you're a celebrity or, a, you know, a, a, a talent that people look up to, whether you're a basketball player, football player, baseball, or an actor, yeah. you are setting an example all the time. So I think that it's unfortunate that you can't behave as you like to behave if you're frivolous, if you're frivolous, if you know you like to have a drink and then go out and all that. Yeah. Unfortunately, you still are setting the bar for a lot of kids. Kids. True. And you have to, you have to just at times you can't be yourself or you yeah. have to be more conservative. Right. And believe me, I've learned that because I was always wild and crazy. And <laughs> you know, you know, and, and yet honestly, you you, you have to maintain an example mm. and especially more in the athletic world. I believe. Oh yeah. The, no, you're right. Oh.
0: Athletic world. That's a different world. I feel like, but
1: you know, yeah. these cats can't really be as frivolous in life as they would like to be because they, they have as much steam to let out as mm-hmm. anyone else.
0: No, you make, you make a good point where it's like, be yourself, but you signed up to be this public figure. I get that too. So anything you say, understand it could be misconstrued or it could be put out there. I just personally think that it's completely out of control at this point, that it's like, you know, anything that anybody says, I mean, I, like it's it's crazy, but um, this has been so much fun for me. I don't want to take up too much of your time, Martin. I know you're so busy, but I've I really, had, yeah. I've
1: got another, another interview right after you. But oh um, you're very lovely to talk to Yeah, you
0: thank you so much. I really appreciate you. Hey, okay, that was Martin. I just love, love, loved him. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed him as much as I did. And if you don't watch Cobra Kai, you really should. I'm not a karate person at all, but I love the show so much. It makes me laugh. It keeps me entertained and on the edge of my seat. It's just a great show. Um, all right, Well, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate and subscribe on Apple or wherever you listen. And I will be back to bring you another episode next week. Thanks for listening.